When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now. Baby. I took a half and she took the whole thing slow down. Baby. We took a trip, now we on your block and it's like a ghost town. Baby. Where did these niggas be at when they said they're doing all this and all that? Tired of beefing you bums, you can't even pay me enough to react. Yes, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are back in the cast. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Pops Culture Podcast. I am your host, Papa Minno, and not as always, but once again, I am joined by a special guest, my guy, JB. JB, how you doing today, buddy? I'm chilling, man. How you been doing? It's been a minute. It's been like two weeks. <laughs> it's That's a minute, bro. During COVID, that is a hot minute. Honestly, you're not lying. That is, that is. I'm telling you, time is a social construct, and at this point, anything more than three days is a minute. That's true. I mean, a minute could be anything in in black people time. A minute could be technically like twenty minutes, and it's still people will be like, "Oh, it's been a minute since I talked to you." If someone looked at me after twenty minutes, was like, "Hey, my man, yo, it's been a minute," I'd be like, "Are you high? <laughs> do, do you need help? Do I need to call someone, or are we okay?" <laughs> Fair enough. But the phrase could still apply, though, is all I'm saying. <laughs> you're right. You're right. But I do agree, though, like, especially during this pandemic lifetime, if you think back to certain things that happened in February, it honestly feels like a year ago. Bro, like, honestly, like, okay, everyone says 2020 has been a, been a terrible year, which, first of all, I agree. But, oh, my gosh, man. Like, it's like there's going to be films about this, and I'm going to have children that will not believe that we lived through this nonsense that is 2020 right now it's just bizarre yo the film will be crazy for this though i'm I'm tired of there needs to be at least like a five minute clip with no sound of me just longingly looking out my window (laughs) just nothing else just me just looking out my window and then like a hand slowly goes up and touches the glass the jb coronavirus uh r&b straight up music bid let it burn by ushers on in the background but like with tom from the boondock singing it not usher one of those I like how you got to throw Tom from the boondocks to do it. Have to, not, e- not even have Usher, to. the real singer, doing it. No, sir. Got to give you Tom. Shout out my guy, Cedric Yarbrough. Found me on the gram a couple weeks back. Put me on the story. I appreciate you, bro. Oh, that's crazy. Real one. Life's crazy. Yeah. 23 has been weird. Super weird. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, anything goes this year. So shout out, shout out to him, though, for real. Legend. 
But this is episode 64 of the Pops Culture Podcast. As always, guys, continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Yeah, this episode, we are going to talk about quite a few things. Uh, To start off, we're just going to pretty much discuss pandemic life now that we've moved into phase three in Toronto and things are slowly opening back up to their not usual standards, but getting close to it. What have you been up to for these past few weeks? Because I know beforehand when you came on, you were like, you were quarantining heavy. You were staying home. You barely went outside. Has that changed at all for you in the last two weeks? So it has been mostly the same. However, I have now begun to venture out to the gym. I appreciate that. Honestly, the gains were getting so lacking that I knew I'd be humbled in there anyways. But I, <laughs> I got to get in there. I keep looking at myself in the mirror and be like, oh, you tiny piece of shit. Fix this. And like, even then, bro, like, cause you, know, you know how I've been with this. Like, I've gone nowhere. I spent the first week and a half of Good Life being open. Shout out to Good Life. Yeah. Um, like, okay, what? Actually, no, I'm not even going to tell you what I was doing because I don't want anyone to hear it to start copying my idea. But all I'm saying is when I go to the gym, there's like nobody there. What's your secret? Like, you- I'm not telling them. I can't expose that because we we're gonna start using my 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 formula here, and then I'm gonna start showing up to the gym. There's gonna be like 80 people in there. And I'm like, yeah, but they're not at the same gym that my listeners aren't at the same gym that you're going no, to. Papa, listen to me. I, I kid you not. I put a story post up of me in the gym, and someone DM'd me and went, "Hey, random, but is this the ma 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 good life?" Oh wow! And I was like, what? Bro, the photo was of my mask what I was wearing in the gym. So I love y'all listeners and appreciate y'all. We're like, y'all bring JB back because I appreciate y'all, real ones. Um, however, I'm not showing you my moves on this. You're just going to have to keep up with the games your own way. And I'm going to get huge without y'all. That's some crazy detective work for someone to be able to snipe where you are just based off of your mask photo I'm standing there, in the gym. Bro, I was like, this is, I was like flattered and also like my sphincter clenched a little. You know what I'm saying? It was just a weird kind of uncomfy. And those of you who don't know what a sphincter is, <laughs> Google search it, but don't go to images. Don't click images, just Google search it. Well, now they're going to click images because you told them not to don't click images. That's going to happen it. regardless. Really weird, really quickly. Oh, man. But yeah, no, I, I also recently started going back this week. And honestly, it's been, it's been great, though, just because, like, just for your mental health and just being able to get outside for a little bit, it just changes how you feel about yourself uh, after working out and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm glad that that's something that's reopened and it's, like, done so in a safe manner as well, too. Yeah, I was impressed with how much they've, they've – how far they've gone to really ensure that things can get cleaned. Like, and not that this is going to be some PR stunt for them, but <laughs> they had a lot of sanitary wipes out all over the place. They had yeah, yeah, they got a ton, yeah. It was just watching men's being like, yo, clean that, clean that. And if they didn't clean it, she cleaned it herself. So I was impressed by that. Uh, I especially appreciated being in the free weights area alone for 20 minutes. That was a wonderful surprise. That's the best part is that there's because there's less people, you have more time. Well, not more time, but you have, uh, well, I guess, yeah, more time to yourself to do the things that you actually want to do. Bro, I loved it. And honestly, like, I'm so weak right now. So <laughs> I'd rather be weak inside, in secret. Trust me, no. The drops have actually been real. I, I 100% agree with that. So humbling. I was like, oh, yo, I swear I could do. Surprisingly, mine haven't been, like, terrible, but they're, they're definitely there. Oh, there was drop-off for me. It was 
like heavy me. like you've gone down like quite a few weight cut weight spots or so like i'm out here like okay so i was shrugging 90s and i was like bro this is like not even a warm-up usually like why are you fighting to do three by 11 like what's wrong with you yeah tank. i was so cheese so like it was it was humbling you know what i'm saying but you know we gonna get it back we gonna get it back Big facts. So other than the gym, though, you haven't gone anywhere else. You haven't done any restaurants, none of that shit. Restaurants? It's been, it's been cooling? The only <laughs> time I'm about to order food, and for those of y'all don't know, we recorded this on a Thursday. Today is BMS Day for A&W, and $2 of every team burger goes out to that. So I'm going to order like nine burgers tonight. But beyond that, no, I'm chilling. Only you would know something like that. I, like, I didn't even know that that was a thing. How did, how did you know that? Society Canada, we're real ones. They're real ones. Respect it. Oh, man. But yeah, bro. So I'm gonna do that. You know, support the cause. They even doing our delivery this year. So I'm gonna order. I'm literally gonna order nine burgers. I shoot you not. It'll be on the story later, guaranteed. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna tune into that. Nine burgers going up. I'm not saying gonna eat all nine, but nine. No, nah, you gotta. No, you can't order them and not eat them, bro. Man, you only can get like you have to like the morning after snacks. The next I'm, day? Are you serious? I might just like Merc one in the morning. Wow. God is good. The metabolism is crazy. Shout out to black people. You know what I'm saying? So I might just like eat one in the morning. Maybe yeah, but it's not going to taste good by then, though. It'll taste kind of good. It's fast food burgers. Yo, this guy's bugging. Palatable. That's crazy. That's probably one of <laughs> You know what else is palatable? What? Tell me. Strippers, apparently, in Las Vegas. Oh, boy. Did you see that? Dude, I was dying when I saw this story that you put up. Yeah. So, but what I'll say, okay, so I'll tell everyone what it is, and then I'll, I'll tell the whole piece after because that it was mad. Let me find out. Let's find the headline. The headline was ridiculous. It was something so stupid. Yeah. Uh, COVID nineteen outbreak at Las Vegas strip club after strippers squirted vaginal fluids onto eighteen clients, which. Is one of the funniest headlines of all time. Now, before we get all up into this, because they still wrote the full article, it was kind of like um, the Beaverton, like it's a satirical page. Yeah. Not real. However, um, I was cracking up because one of the guys was like, it was so terrible. It was like a geyser. I couldn't get it out of my coat. <laughs> Which just is one of the greatest written quotes of all time. And I was getting DMs of people being like, oh man, like I'm not sure you could actually get COVID from that. It's actually this. I had one dude who's like a scientist, super smart guy that like gave me like some information on why that could or could not actually be an accurate way of spreading. I was like, my wow. man, my man, go to the third post. And he was like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> This guy did the deep dive on the squirt I, <laughs> spreading I COVID. It. Honestly, I loved it so much because that's the dope thing about social media and like having like I feel grateful to have some cool people in my life that do crazy different things in different walks of life. Yeah. Like I like nice dudes and ladies on my Instagram and stuff be telling me all these super, super like empirical evidence referenced verified QA information like this. Fact checking is very funny though. That's a great headline. I wish it was, I actually, is it, is it bad that I wish it was real? No, because I also do too. And right. honestly, if there was a way to catch it, like, and if I was going to catch it, I mean, that would be the best way to catch it. Bro. Can we be honest? <laughs> like, that would be. <laughs> this guy's the best way to catch it. It is. I'm not <laughs> trying to catch it the regular way. Like, oh, I went to a restaurant and like someone handed me food and then it got it like that. Or... Yeah, I, I, I'd rather catch <laughs> I'd rather catch it in something that I enjoy and that I'm enjoying to the fullest. And then I don't have to regret it as much afterwards if I did catch it. So I love that you said that because what you're telling me is that, um, so ladies out there, uh, 
So if Papa gets geysered on, it's something he specifically loves. Waterfall, I'm all for it. Um, I mean, <laughs> I too am, am team waterfall. However, I'm just, you share that specifically if you're going to get it, get it a way that you love it. So, um, ladies, stay hydrated. <laughs> exactly. It's kind of like when, you're, uh, when you think about like ways that you could die. It's like you choose the I, most enjoyable ways that you could about, die. I never think about that. I have to be Really? Honest. I do not. I am not the picture the way I'd like to die kind of kind of person. It's never like cross your mind being like, oh, I want to go when I'm sleeping or something like that. Like, no, what? I'm living my life. I, I mean, I'm not saying soon. I'm, I'm saying like. brightness here. Uh, yeah, I'm not saying soon. I'm not telling you to think about it in the next, for the next 10 years. I'm talking about like when you're like 88 or something like that. You're like, oh. I'm like, 88. You ever see Altered Carbon? Yes, I have seen that movie, yeah. yeah. Put my disc in a new sleep, baby. <laughs> or, sorry, show, I should say. Put my disc in a new sleep. That would be sick if we do have that by then, but I don't know. I, I highly doubt that it would be out by the what time I, what I hope we're 80. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I don't think we'll have that tech either. But no, I don't think about a way I would die or way I'd like to die. I'm, wow. I'm out here grateful for life. Shout outs to, you know. The, the yeah, you can do both, though. No one's okay. saying you can't be grateful and still have that cross your mind once in a while. I refuse to put that juju in the universe. Okay, wait, real quick. What Before we move on to the next topic, though, what about, like, have you ever stood at the subway platform and been like, hey, if I just, like, hopped out, I get smoked by this train right now when if it's coming? I just hopped out. I can't believe you right now. You're That's never crossed your mind? No, it has not. <laughs> not if that you do it, but... If you near me, well, actually, if anyone, any of y'all have ever seen me out in public, if you see a train pull up, what you'll see right before the train starts to get to the platform, you'll actually probably see me step back. Not move back, but step back. Because I always in my head, and then maybe it's just because I used to love the Bourne trilogy, like be like, what's some dumb motherfucker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Runs up on Is my body ready to collect the impact and still jump back? Like, I don't play no games. But on that topic, real quick, this is one thing I can't stand about Canada and North America, about how we're behind technologically. But I was in Singapore last year in October, okay? First of all, one of my favorite places on the planet. Yeah, I heard Singapore is nuts. They are so crazy. You ever watch Westworld? Uh, I watched the first season, but after that, I lost Get back on it. However, season three of Westworld is filmed in Singapore, and they didn't change much. That's just how Singapore is right now. Yeah. That's how, like, technologically advanced it is. So one person in Singapore committed suicide, like, nine years ago. RIP. We're saying on tracks. And Singapore was like, fuck that. We don't want this to happen anymore. And they've actually put up walls at every single station's platform that you go to. And you cannot get on the track unless you have like an ax and break some shit down. So the train pulls up and then a set of doors open and then train doors open. And that's the only way you can get on track to get on the train itself. You yeah. can't physically get on the track. And it's like such a simple thing to implement across stations. And I don't know what it is, be it not enough of a care and interest for preventative measures for these sorts of things when people have uh, mental illnesses or have that, that, that really sad lapse or difficult day where they feel like taking their own life. But North America has not adopted this sort of thing. And the tech exists, bro. It's out there. I seen it. So anyways, child Singapore. And no, I ain't jumping on no tracks. <laughs> I'll tell you why it doesn't have it. It comes down to money. That's essentially it. Basketball's back. Last time we spoke, you actually said the Raptors are going to go six and two in the bubble. Mm-hmm. They did slightly better than that. They went seven and one. I was very skeptical that they would do that well, but they've shown the league that they are one of the best teams in the league. True, true. Have you seen? What have you been watching? You've been watching the games. 
you tuned in, you feel like the atmosphere is as not as good, but you feel like it's a watchable experience? Um, personally, I wish they had uh, the Oculus camera angle more often pers- uh, for the way I've watched the games. What, you it- got the VR headset? No, just because they have like they're the calling an Oculus, but it's not really a VR thing. It's just like the camera. That's the camera that runs like the length of the the court, like on a track. Oh yeah, yeah, where it kind of gets wish, close up to the action, yeah. and you can see I the move side to side. That angle a little bit more. I agree with that, hundred percent. I really love that angle. As far as playoff atmosphere, I mean, just game atmosphere. I, I like. I'm really happy basketball is back, but there's certain things I'm starting to realize the more I watch it that I I don't love. Um, I don't like, and I, it's, I didn't really notice this until I watched the, the first Lakers playoff game, but I don't like that guys like Kyle Kuzma or Danny Green can run so far out of bounds and then reintegrate themselves into play on the baseline. And they can do that currently because there's no, there's no seats there. There's no courtside yeah. seats. Um, I actually hated that. I find that and I'm surprised right now that some teams haven't tried to take advantage of that and be more strategic with it, especially on like fast breaks or a trailer coming in that, uh, when you're trying to pick up guys in the court, someone goes way out of bounds and flies in from an angle and takes a sharper cut, then slashes the paint. I don't like that a guy can do that right now. Um, the virtual fan thing, I wish they did more and spoke to more about how people can get involved with that. But, um, you know, overall, meh, I don't really care too, too much. One thing I don't really understand, though, is why are the benches so socially distanced if we out here checking men's up on the court anyways? You know what I'm talking about? That is so true. They, you know, they do all these COVID testing, and, like, the NBA has been phenomenal. There has been no league to me that compares in terms of the ability of ensuring that COVID testing has been done well and there are no positive tests or anything like that in the bubble. But we out here getting tested every day, and they come to the court, and they go back to their rooms and stuff. But when you go to the bench, the, the seats are spaced. But, like, what are you spacing for? I think that's just on the off chance that if someone does have it and, like, let's say they got it after they were tested – that they're not going to be able to spread it as easily as they could be if well, they're they were closer the together. Yeah, but see, they do the testings like a week before. So let's say they catch it afterwards and then uh, they're able to spread it, but they don't know that they have it. Then they could spread it to other people before they got you, tested for the second round. Let me tell you right now. If KCP has COVID, which knock on wood, <laughs> I hope you don't, brother. But if KCP has COVID. He's playing like he does. Um, I ain't even going to touch that. But if KCP has COVID, he gets on the court. All right. And he goes and sits down. His seat being farther away from from Dion Waiters, and go stop Dion Waiters from getting COVID if KCP's got COVID. I mean, it helps. Do they socially distance in the layup line, Papa? No. No. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And that's when they sweating and breathing and clapping and high five and all kinds of shit. So. I think the bench thing is an optics thing, and it's a stupid optics. No, I I agree with that. A hundred percent is partly for optics as well, too. But you can, yeah. You it, if according to the CDC guidelines that we uh, that we all go by, it's transmitted through droplets. So I mean, if you're sitting next to the person you're speaking, it's easier for you to spit on them that way. But you're playing. But they're wait- You're sweating up on the guy. Anyway. Yeah, I mean. That's why I'm like this is dumb. Um. The other thing I do like, which was an interesting thing, they integrated it after the first few games, was um, the logos on the court of, like, the home home teams. That was yeah, I, li- I like that too. Now, one thing that surprised me is that I was watching the Raps, the Raps uh, Nets game, uh, Brooklyn. Uh, I have no love for you, by the way. Go Raps. Um, but when you watched it on the Toronto feed, it was – our sponsors. And then I switched over to the, the Brooklyn feed just because I was curious. And Brooklyn put their sponsors. But 
it's really interesting because to me, I would assume that on a national broadcast, whoever the home team designated is, whose sponsors they put in. Yeah. To that end, should it not always be the designated home team whose logos appear on the court regardless of team broadcast? Isn't that what happens, though? No. So I watched – so say it's say it's so the ACC, right? Sorry, not ACC. Say it's Scotiabank, okay? So yeah. So play yesterday. Say you got a Scotiabank logo on the court. I went over the, to the to – the, um, the Nets feed, and it wasn't Scotiabank anymore. It was it was their team's logos on the court. Wait, so did they have – okay, sorry. Did they have the Brooklyn Nets logo, or they just had the advertisers? For the Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets advertisers. Oh, okay. So they oh, I didn't know that. And the, play, and the team logos. They switched them both out. So then I – because I literally watched the game, and I went – I mean, not that it matters tons, but I was like, I wonder who the home team is today because the Raptors had their stuff out and the Nets ah. had their stuff out. And to me, from an advertiser perspective, if 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 we gonna go back and forth here, who sponsors us up? So now, I, what I'm curious to see is when it gets the conference semis and the conference finals, and it's more of a national broadcast, not an independent team. Whose sponsors show up? That is an interesting and uh, do observation. They alternate? I would assume that they'd probably put the home teams one on for the national broadcast. Right. But, but I'm curious now, because what if someone overrides and goes, no, 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 we pay TNT X amount of dollars. We want to be there. Yeah. Right. So I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious to see how that, that unfolds, but I was surprised to see that regardless of like, depending on team broadcast, the logos changed even within uh, who was the main sponsor for the court, which would not be the case if we were still able to travel where we wanted. Yeah. That is an interesting take. Like I never, I didn't even know that Brooklyn was doing that where other teams had the option to do that. Well, there you go. Deep dive. There you go. So what's your take for this uh, series then, Raptors-Nats? Because uh, I called it I called it a sweep before it happened. I actually said Raps in five. And the was that because you thought they were going to lose game one because of the curse? No. So I'm, I'm, I'm super anti-team curse stuff. Like I was like, nah, like we're going to go out and slap them game one. But there, there's, there's two reasons for it. Um, number one, Karis Levert, shout out to Michigan man's, uh, love me some amazing blue, go blue, uh, is a, is a gamer. You know what I'm saying? He is an absolute gamer. And I felt this way before their last game against the net, like yeah. against the Blazers, which I don't even know why they played so hard, but whatever, do your thing. Um, he's a gamer. He can get shots. He can put up 30 easy. So, well, when he's in the zone, they're a very athletic team. They're a kind of team that can just sneak up on the reps if, we, if it's the right combination of foul trouble and that's not playing great, which we can be prone to do one off. Through I mean, game. game two was almost that exact story happening. Exactly, which is – I'm in one of those like things where you got to make your picks in advance. So I got my picks that went in like a week ago. And I said, I said reps in five. Just because of how Brooklyn plays, I saw some stupid stuff happening and I was losing a game. Now, if we yeah. sweep them, we sweep them. But if I if I got to be truthful, I would rather us lose a game and have it wake us up in the first round and then be extra locked in moving forward. See, I agree with that. But I think the last game kind of did that for them because they were very close yeah. to losing that one. So yeah. I think that was enough of a wake-up call for them to be locked in for the rest yeah. of the series and going forward. Yeah, no doubt. No, I'm with you on that for sure. So, yeah, that was my thing. Um yeah, that game, I mean, listen, if, if you are into the third quarter and a team shoots under 38% from the field and all this stuff, and you only down two, like, I don't know how Brooklyn thinks they're going to do anything in this series, bro. Yeah, I mean, now it's pretty much a wrap, though, because Joe Harris isn't playing for the next game, because I believe so, because he went home for uh, some personal reason. So yeah, hope he's okay. 
open the fans font, but yeah, yeah. And I feel bad. I, I feel especially bad because they're playing hard for a guy like Jacques Vaughn, who's really coached them up. And truthfully, it's the first time I heard Jacques Vaughn's name since AI crossed him up back in the day. So, and if y'all have, yeah, honestly, him, I didn't, I didn't even know. I was like, I don't even know who this dude is to be honest. I thought Allen Iverson ended his life. I thought it just ended after that. So I was surprised he coached Jacques Vaughn on the bench. Uh, but he's really coached them up well. You know, they're showing a lot of effort. They're playing hard. They're they're a very athletic team. You know, what yeah. I mean? they're, they're, they're in the passing lanes really easily. They love to run. They can, cont- yeah, they love to run. They contest a lot of shots. This is going to be a very, very scary team when KD comes back. And I'm saying just KD because, you know, Kyrie is great, but Kyrie, uh, Kyrie tends to Kyrie things sometimes as much as I like him. So uh, when KD comes back, that's going to be a very, very scary looking roster. Yeah, they'll be, uh, they'll be a uh, force to be reckoned with. In the East for some time. All right, what about the Bucks and the Lakers losing their first game, though? Uh, I, I didn't. I didn't think it was that crazy, but when I went into a uh, Bucks Reddit the night of, <laughs> I had me a good laugh. So what I'll say is this: Dame Dollar is a bad, bad man, and anyone who didn't know, I don't know what kind of basketball you've been watching the last, I don't know, seven years, but that is a bad dude. So I actually thought the Lakers would lose. If there's a team that's a one seed that scares me the least and I'm including the Bucks over the last few years it's the Lakers man like they they look so vulnerable right and, now yes and all I could here's the thing LeBron is going to be LeBron but LeBron's got to play point four right now because there's no Rondo um Kuz has got to score 20 a night in my opinion for them to have a chance and AD has to dominate now the thing is I think is the most I found the most notable and the most hilarious to me as I watch these games is these Lakers really didn't want Carmelo Anthony and took Deion Waiters instead and J.R. Smith. Like, yeah, they didn't take Melo. Like, and I'm I mean, watching Melo kill them. Okay, <laughs> absolutely kill them as he should. Right, and they went for Deion Waiters and later a man named J.R. Smith. You tell me Carmelo can't help that Lakers team right now? Hundred oh, percent, he could. See, good. I was. I was, I'll admit, I was one of the people who said he was pretty much done, but that was just based off of what I saw him do on the Rockets. So I was like, okay, it doesn't look like this guy can take another position and be like a starter on another team for uh, a contender. See, the crazy thing for me about Melo is that even on the Rockets, he didn't want to be a starter. He's like, I'll take what role you give me. Let me fit in with this team. And Dan Tony was like, nah, I tried you in New York. You out. But he did give him a chance as well, too, though. He just wasn't living up to his I expectations. Think, I don't think he gave him a fair shake. I'm looking at the Rockets now, and they could use Melo. I think, honestly, you know what I think? I think it was more so Melo was going through some turmoil in his life with Lala, oh, and then got that fixed up, and now he doesn't have to worry about that, so that's why he's gaming the way he is. You're hilarious. That's what happened. Like, I, like, I don't see any other way, because there's no way. If you look at him when he was playing on the last season of the Rockets to how he's playing now – all that coincides with it. Like, I mean, that's the only explanation that I can see, to be honest. So he had Lala problems, what you're saying. He 100% did. And I think now they fixed them. So he doesn't have to worry about that anymore. That'll go a long way. If, if, if everything off the court is, is going the right way, then when you're on the court, you don't have to worry about it. All you can do is focus on basketball. It helps. Same reason why uh, Van Vliet ended up balling at the end of the last year. Once he had the kid, he didn't have to worry about it anymore, and there you go. You are hilarious. You're saying Van Vliet did that because you came through and was healthy? Yeah. <laughs> he was probably stressed as hell. He had to go back and forth to see his wife, make sure the baby was all right, make sure everything was going okay with her. And once he knew that she was going to be taken care of and she was going to be fine, he was like, all right, I can hoop out now. 
You're hilarious, bro. I'm telling you, that's the story. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't think these two losses were as detrimental as people think. Um, I think both these teams are going to even it up tonight. I would, I would die if the Bucks lose. I would be super happy about that, but Listen, I just Bucks don't see it. Hilarious because the Magic. First of all, the Magic are not a playoff team, in my opinion. And there are people in Orlando that would be mad at me if they ever hear this, but they're not. Um, T. Ross is a nice guy, but okay, cool. He's going to score eighteen and is capable of going off for forty if he's really hot. That's great, but they don't have Jonathan Isaac, the man who the universe made him kneel for. Um, and uh, they're like, they're see, that like, was out of pocket. That's an out of pocket nope, comment, right? No, nope, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. I, I'm gonna stand by that. The man didn't want to kneel, and the universe knelt him. So it is what it is, bro. Oh so my god! Right. I hope you learned your lesson. Um, you know what I'm saying. Did you already say actually about COVID? I did not. You said Jesus were cure COVID. Jesus was the answer. Uh, that yeah. does not surprise me. Now again, in the I, least, I am a God fearing man. You know, what I'm saying yes, Jesus absolutely will play a large part but god also provides people with the intelligence to do things like research and exactly use modern science but anyways that's i'm gonna just leave that part we'll leave that in a box somewhere but um you want to be stupid enough to stand up like that and then get stupid enough to get humbled by the universe i hope you are taking some time to reflect upon your decisions sir uh magic winning that game was hilarious uh for a number of reasons number one Coach Bud getting coach of the year by his fellow coaches instead of my man Nick Nurse. Hilarious. Yeah, but that's the one that doesn't count, though. It always counts, and here's no. They had the best record in the NBA, and it wasn't close. They got an injury-depleted Orlando Magic who had Nikola Vucevic go off. And if he didn't go off, they didn't do nothing. And even then, you have Giannis Antetokounmpo, arguably now going to be soon to be the two-time MVP, who is a future Raptor, by the way, because this was one of the greatest recruiting efforts ever for him to become a Raptor. You like, see Giannis? You see this nonsense? Yeah, Freddie would have hit that shot. Oh, Don't. you wanted to not score for the last 11 minutes? Don't worry. Siak would have got him for you. No problem. Don't forget the creator of the Freak Challenge, too. Oh, God. <laughs> you know what's funny? We talked about that, and then, like, WAP came out, like, a week later. <laughs> And I was like, wow. good timing. <laughs> Honestly, uh, like we don't get credit enough because obviously we're not that big, but this podcast breaks a lot of news stories that come out afterwards. Bro, like, I'm telling you right now, I literally said, how could the, something be called the Freak Challenge not include Meg the Stallion? And a week later, WAP they, dropped. They have a song, yeah. Like, oh me, my gosh. Me and Gabe have talked about a lot of shit on this podcast and literally like t- 10, 20 minutes after I've done recording, I'll see a story about what we just talked about. So. Wow. Yeah, I'm telling you, man. Call somebody. Get it going. Get it going. I do want to talk about the Mavs and Clippers a little bit, but I think that's enough basketball talk. Um. Honestly, it's fine. Luka Doncic is great. Christoph Przingis shouldn't have had two techs. Um I All I'm going to say is that I don't think they'd be up 2-0 because I don't believe in that narrative because I think if the Clippers had lost the first ones, they would have just made adjustments for the second game and played harder. Honestly, I hope the Clippers lose anyways. So lose. <laughs> I think a lot of people in Toronto, in Toronto share that sentiment. Straight up. We found out that a cop lied on Masai Ujiri. Uh, we the found body- out a cop lied? I hope every black person are you are you shocked by that? We just found out a cop lied. Oh my god! Wait, this is this is breaking news to you? Oh my gosh! Wow, yeah, I can't believe it. So the body, the (laughs) body, the body, 
footage, the body camera footage, sorry, came out. And this is a cop who claimed that he was shoved by Masai Ujiri and suffered neurological, psychological, and physical damage and decided to sue Masai Ujiri for that. Um, when the video that came out, in fact, shows the complete opposite, where Masai was trying to show his credentials before getting on the court. Not that he should have had to in any manner, but he was trying to show him, and the cop shoved him two times before Masai Ujiri ended up making his move afterwards. And, yeah, this came out. Um, a lot of things are clearly wrong with this. Uh, my biggest takeaway and my biggest issue is, I mean, yes, I understand that it happened to Messiah and it's a terrible thing. But I always think about like how many other black people or people in general have gone through this and they don't have the same resources as Messiah Jerry does. And their stories just get lost within the ether and no one ever finds out what happens to them. They just take the cops word on it and they end up going, those victims end up going to jail or get hurt or as we've seen time and time again, are murdered. What are your thoughts on like this situation? If any person that still doesn't understand why all these athletes are taking a knee and all these Black Lives Matter movements are, are still getting louder and louder, it's 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 literally for moments like this. And I got to be honest, um, obviously I wasn't surprised uh, that clearly the, the the police officer here was a hot-headed moron that yeah. the entire thing. But there's 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 three things for me that were huge. Number one, to your point, even I mean president and if this is what someone is willing to do a team president what are they willing to do to any other person that looks like us that doesn't have the resources finances or overall backing and support to be able to pursue this legitimately in court number two there were witnesses that stood and watched this and this piece of garbage was still willing and felt entitled and privileged enough to be able to treat another individual like this dressed in a goddamn suit first of all like you're doing security for a game and you don't even have the the, the wherewithal to go ahead and look into the top personnel of team brass that's visiting your team you're terrible at your job you're clearly terrible from a judgment perspective you don't belong in any sort of environment that allows you to legally hold a weapon or enact any form of discipline and then third like this is not how you interact with other people just overall you don't do this yeah. you have a conversation you ask certain things and then to actually still on top of that have the audacity to say oh neurologically you were damaged and your jaw this and your jaw that you know he's a, he's actually collected over $140,000 from that police county in a layoff benefit sort of thing while he's not working yeah this guy is absolute trash like i can't and that's the that's me nice that's the censored version of what i what i have to say about this because this is something that's perverse and it exists everywhere not just in this area of the world but throughout the states throughout canada globally I have I literally felt triggered seeing it being like, I can remember times of being accused of doing something X, Y, Z, knowing full well that it wasn't the case, that it wasn't accurate. And I was able to articulate myself to communicate something appropriately, but still knowing and thinking of all my different friends or people in my circles or anyone in the world that looks like me or is a visual minority or just isn't viewed as the position of power in an environment that has to go through something like this and then have something furthermore like lied about later. It's, it's disgusting. It's unsurprising. And, um, I hope not only uh, he loses his suit very soon, but I hope he actually has to foot all those stupid fucking legal bills and has to pay back other organizations as well, because this is disgusting. And that's the nicest way I could put it. 
completely agree. I think he, I think Masai is countersuing. I'm not 100% sure on that, but I do believe he is, um, as he should, for sure. I definitely agree with him having to pay something back. My only issue with him getting fired is that, like, a lot of times these cops do get fired, but they're still getting, they either still get some kind of payroll or they still get some kind of compensation through their pension or whatever. So they still are taken care of. So obviously I'd like to see him face some kind of criminal um, justice in order for him to have to really face the consequences of the situation. Cause there's so many checks that he could have gone through before having to result to shoving someone like he literally could have asked multiple times. And if you look at the video, you can see Masai is clearly reaching to take out his credentials. So he could have just waited for him to, show who he was, and then just let him proceed onto the court. It's just a shame. Yeah, like the ramifications for this should be huge. And unfortunately, there's two things. I mean, so sorry, the third thing I was going to say was shout out to Leo Routens because Leo Routens came from like pulled up from half, no rim and said some stuff. He did. Um, he literally got to walk on the court, didn't ha- have anyone speak to him. He said, what's the difference? I'm white and the size black. So like, thank you, Leo, for just being a real one about it. But on top of that, the sheriff's like the Almeda County like police department released a statement still supporting this stupid, stupid officer. Exactly. So despite like very visible evidence and problems with what's happened here, a police force is still, this This blue shield stuff has got to go, man. I'm so disgusted by it. I've studied it in school. I understand the psyche behind it. It's absurd. Um, and to allow him to be shielded by this is just absolutely disgusting in every sense of the word. It's insane though, because it's not fair in any terms of like, what these countries propagate themselves on. Like, if, if this really is a democracy, how is that something that should be implemented in law for cops to be able to defend each other in circumstances where they're completely wrong? Like, that's not democratic whatsoever. There's been times where body cams still don't, I mean, there are some people that are like, look, this is why I advocate for body cams and, and to be completely truthful, what a lot of people out there should be advocating for is real consequences and, and actual outcomes that discipline officers that do inappropriate things to the citizens they're supposed to protect. You can look at body cam incidents where students at the University of Virginia were literally beaten. There's a black student that was beaten outside a bar to a pulp. Dudes wearing a body cam, walked. You know what I mean? So this yeah. is not new. It, the body cam just, just shows, see, we weren't lying and haven't been lying for the last 60, 70, 80 some odd years. It, it still doesn't have, I need there to be actual penalties for these actions. I need it to be, have teeth. I need it to actually stick. Um, about two or three weeks ago, but the, uh, was it, that was it Michael, Michael Thomas. I mean, there's so many black kids have been shot by cops, but one of them from a few years ago, that cop officially after a, a second investigation still got acquitted. It's not new. Yeah. Stuff yeah. Isn't changing. So needs to happen yesterday. And uh, I'm glad that the attention's coming to this, but I hope that he doesn't get Zimmerman and still end up somehow rich for being a piece of garbage, too. Completely agree. Soapbox. <laughs> and what? So then I will get off my soapbox. On <laughs> yeah. some other news as well, too, uh, in the world of sports, but on a little bit of a different note, uh, the Cincinnati Reds have announced the suspension of broadcaster Tom Brenneman after he uttered an anti-gay slur on the air Wednesday. So play-by-play announcer Tom Brenneman could be heard saying on the Fox Sports Ohio broadcast, one of the FAG capitals of the world, before then resuming his on-air duties. It's unknown what led to the remark and the context behind it. But Starlight Media, or sorry, Stenlight Media 
release a statement on Brennerman's behalf. I would like to sincerely apologize for the inappropriate comments I made during last night's telecast. I made a terrible mistake to the LGBTQ community and all the people I've hurt or offended from the bottom of my heart. I am truly sorry. I respectfully ask for your grace and forgiveness. Uh, he also had another one that he said on air, which he said, Ooh, where is it? Oh, here we go. I made a comment earlier tonight that I guess I went out over the air and I'm deeply ashamed of. If I've hurt anyone out there, I can tell you how much I say from the bottom of my heart. I'm so very sorry. I pride myself in thinking of myself as a man of faith. And then he proceeds to call uh, a home run that happened whilst he's making a statement. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. And I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. Um, so, yeah, anyone, I mean, I worked in broadcasting. So one of the first rules they tell you is you should never, like, speak anything, like, crazy uh, whilst you're recording anything just because you never know when the mics are going to come back on. Um, that's like rule number one that you learn like almost day one. So this is clearly a rookie mistake, but I mean, I'm glad he got caught for it because it just shows what type of person he is and who, who he's working for. I just find it funny that he claims he's a man of faith. I don't get how that always like comes into these circumstances. Is it that's going to save them in some kind of fashion? Like, I, I don't see what your point is in saying it. it was the same thing with like the Jonathan Isaac things. Like, Oh yeah. Like I'm not going to kneel because I'm a man of faith. And it's like, well, it's for a cause. It's not like you're kneeling in front of someone else. Like, it's a completely different stance on kneeling. But I digress. I don't know if you saw the story or, like, saw the video of it. But do you have any thoughts on, like, what went down with how they handled it? Man, I'm getting so tired of people <laughs> apologizing for getting caught. For yeah, see, that was another thing, too. But I, I'm so tired of it, man. I just, it's like, I'm so sorry you feel hurt by words that I use tonight. And if it hurt you, you know, I apologize. Like that girl from um, Jane the Virgin went live on Instagram and while singing a song went, niggas give me heebie-jeebies. That's what she said live on her phone, like in front of her phone on live on Instagram. Yeah. And then it was like, I apologize to anyone who felt offended. I've loved Lauren Hill since I was a child. What? That's what you have to say? Not, I shouldn't have done this. It's unacceptable. These are abhorrent actions that I have done. I have deep-filled remorse. Should not have done it. All these things I am looking at, reflecting on whatever. I'm going to reach out to these communities and figure out better ways to do this. That's like ground floor. You're a broadcaster. So if you work anywhere, forget about broadcasting. If you work in a workplace any person listening to this that works in an office or used to work in an office pre-COVID and whatever, you understand that there are certain words that you cannot have in your vocabulary in front of other people. 100%. Now, some of them shouldn't be in your vo vocabulary, period. Some of them aren't work appropriate. And some of them, maybe work gives you an opportunity to eradicate it from your vocabulary. And maybe you used it when you were younger and didn't know better and weren't educated enough and didn't understand that they weren't okay. Hint, hint, anyone, go clean your fucking Twitter accounts. But anyways, if you have those things that exist, you need to know and you have to know that you cannot use them in conversation. They cannot be words that you use in casual conversations private conversations, public conversations, because they'll slip out and you need to educate yourself on how to treat people better and equally, no matter whom 
or what they are or whom or what they love. Period. Full stop. If you add the fact that this motherfucker is a broadcaster speaking to an audience of who knows how many people that are go over a thousand, you work definitely for millions. You know what I mean? You work for a network like Fox, which means it's no small two-bit local station, regardless of how you may feel their political views are or aren't. You have a large audience. You need to know better. How many years ago did Stern say that nappy-headed hose comment? Like 11, 12? You've had time to learn. You're over the age of 45. You have the internet. You have cell phones. You can read and write. There is no excuse for this. It is so unbelievably mind-numbing and so confusing that there are people on this planet that believe that they are so entitled that they can say whatever they want to whomever they want, that I am all for them getting caught on a hot mic like this and dealing with the consequences because it's stupid. Yeah, he's definitely not sorry for what he said. He's just sorry for the fact that he got caught for saying it. I'm tired of it. And it happens everywhere. Stuff against LGBTQ communities, stuff against minorities. Like, oh, I'm sorry you heard me. I guarantee you, brother, you are a grown-ass man that lived in Canada. You've heard someone in your life that isn't black use the N-word and then go, oh, sorry. And then you have to have this thought in your mind of, are you apologizing because I heard you? Or are you apologizing because you used the word and you sh- yeah, that's all, and that's always one of the weirdest things to go through, especially. But I, I can't believe like people just haven't decided to change certain words. Like I used to use that the same word that Brenneman used. I used to use it way back when I was younger, like high school, and even like I think first year university. Um, but then it wasn't till like later on I'm like, okay, I realize this isn't an appropriate word anymore, and like it should be it absolved from vocabulary. my yeah exactly it should be all from my vocabulary and i don't feel any type of way about it like i'm not like oh like i'm i should be entitled to continue to say this word it's like i can use other words to express myself i don't have to lean on that one word and it's not a big deal if i don't use that word anymore like it doesn't make you cooler for using it or anything like that it doesn't make you sound tougher for using it so if you could throw it out and it if you realize it's bad to other people and you can throw it out just throw it out like it's yeah. not a hard thing to do yeah the privilege is astounding and I'm always, I'm always amazed by it. But if it means one more old person out the job, cause they don't know how to wake, wake the fuck up and, and treat people equally. Cool. That's another job opening for me. So that's fine. More food. You trying to, you trying to broadcast baseball games, bro? I'll do whatever. Honestly. <laughs> Actually, I'm a big baseball fan to be honest with you, but yeah, I mean, whatever. I, mean, I could, I could watch their playoffs. I just can't watch their regular season. Like, I, I, 162 games, not nah, miss me with that. But like when it comes to playoffs and it's intense, I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. I love baseball. I gotta be honest with you. That was the other thing I talked about when I was talking about how, how mad I am about COVID, bro. Like I would have at the ballpark every weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. That's Especially this year. <laughs> yeah, bro. I'm oh, heartbroken. I'm here. Shout out Buck Martinez. Love you, bro. Oh man. On to our final story of this episode. Hov and Nas have a beef, and I don't know if a lot of people still know that that exists, but it does. And I, and I don't know why, because they have pieced it up like publicly and stuff like that. But yeah, Hov continues to keep doing this, and it's like, okay, bro, now you're showing that you are somewhat petty about some kind of situation between you. But basically, what it is is that Nas has been dropping albums or projects or whatever, and every time Nas drops an album or a project, either Hove 
or Beyonce have something that follows up on that same day or the day before or the day after. So this Friday, we have Nas dropping an album, which was announced last week. Uh, he put out a song earlier this week with Hit Boy. I think it's called Unapologetically Black. I'm not sure if that's the correct title, but it's something along those lines. And lo and behold, I wake up this morning, I hop on Twitter, and what do I see? Her Hip Hop and Numbers shows an album featuring, sorry, not an album, shows a song with Jay-Z featuring Pharrell also dropping this Friday. And I couldn't hold myself. I'm like, yo, like, oh, what are you doing here, bro? Like, this got announced out of nowhere, too. And everyone's speculating that they probably made the song yesterday and then decided to drop it this Friday because there's just no way in how that this is something that he continues to do. But for whatever reason, it is something he continues to do. I don't know why. But I just found this hilarious. So when, when you told me about this, I didn't, I didn't do any digging, but I just did some, like, let's call it surface-level research on, on the people involved. Yeah. So, Jay-Z is 50 years old. <laughs> the 50-year-old man. Right. Nas is 47 this year. 47 next month, actually, because I checked. If there is one thing that we know about old black dudes is that they can hold a grudge better than almost anyone currently on the planet next to my grandma, okay? Like, I, this, I, I, part of me wants to think that Hove didn't do this, but someone has instructions within their camps to just, like, auto-release. Like, Whatever Nas does, they have, like, a bot? He just got, like, a whole clip full of, like, just, just tracks, and then someone's doing one of those, like, Google Trend-style reports, and, like, everyone's like, Nas, it's got a new song. It's like, bling, release, and just, like, release it out into the ether, and then, like, they have, like, a couple of links where, like, the AP then, like, retweets the article, like, a bunch of times, and the SEO ranking goes higher up on Google, and it's like, boom, Hove has a new song. Like, I, you almost, because it's, it's too, I mean, how many times has this got happened now? Like, eight, nine times? Um, from what I've counted, from, like, when it's been made known to me, it's happened four times I can count. This, it's, it's probably happened a little bit more, but I can only, I've only seen four examples. And this is all because of Ether back in the day, a lot? <laughs> I would assume so. Like, that's where their beef originally stemmed from. Okay, so. I was a child when that came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've had beef with people. I've had problems with people. I've gotten over it or made up with them or just moved on with my life. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A number of times. How is it that you are so rich and yet still so bothered by this. And y'all are from the same state. You feel me? Like, it's a big plan. Like, if I'm a multi-billionaire, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm not worried about this. If anything, I giggle. What I might do is some dumb stuff. I might, like, release a, a new clothing line or a cologne or whatever, name something related to, like, a track title by Nas from, like, 15 years ago. I might do that. That's but psychological, gonna, though. You're, you're, because that, but that's where I'm at. I'm trying to play chess out here. I'm not here trying to just drop a track on top of it. Am I going to like either of the tracks? Probably not, to be honest. I'm probably not going to like either of them. I've, I've just, I, I don't really think I will. So why this matters is beyond me. Um, why this continues to happen is gone. Maybe they just like made a deal. Honestly, I don't even think it's that. I just think part of it is I think Hove's playing into it now. I think he's just done it so much that he's just like, okay, now this is just something I'm known for. I 
I just got to play into it. And he just keeps doing it. one of the biggest enigmas of the last 25 years. Because right when you think you have a read on him, you're just not You just sure don't, it. yeah. You know, like, is he for black people? Is he against them? Is he for all of them? Is he only for some? Like, nobody knows. Honestly, no one really knows. That's, I, honestly, that's very true. You know, Memphis Bleak probably knows. And that's it. Especially <laughs> Bleak knows. And that's why he is where he is right now. Yeah, I mean, he's the only one. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I just, I, 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 I constantly, constantly wonder, well, well, all for all four minutes, what it is that Hove is thinking, and then I just keep it moving. So, non-story for me, but, like, a story at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it's not the biggest. I just found it funny that this continually yeah, happens. It's steady, man. It's just, like, I, honestly, what I really needed, and if he ever, this ever gets to him, though, Aaron Magruder, I need an episode about this specifically in the reboot of <laughs> That's what I need. I need you to tell me because I know you'll have the answer that we're all looking for. Because you called R. Kelly 15 years early, so uh, I need I need an answer. On that. I mean, did he though? Like we all kind of. I think everyone knew that it was happening. They just turned a blind eye. Not to the it. way Huey did it. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all ain't watched the Boondocks, that is required watching. And it's COVID. You have no excuses. Go watch the R- trial of R. Kelly episode. Huey Freeman says some shit. Yeah, I'm uh, still upset that that's not on Netflix anymore. You want to know where it is? I'm sure it's online somewhere. (laughs) Bro, it is on the CTV app for free. No, really? Uncensored. And I, what I'm just going to say, I don't know if they know what they've released to the world. (laughs) Okay? It's on, y'all. Yeah, CTV's like the last network I'd expect to have that. CTV app has the boondocks all three seasons for free. Uncensored. I yeah, that's, that's crazy. I, was like, I have it all, but I was like, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. They're like, oh, new releases. And it was there at top of the list. It's been there for like two months now. I tweeted about it. I was like, are you guys serious? So it's there. CTV app. Check it out. You're welcome. Crazy. I might I might have to look that up, though, because uh, great show. Hey, bro, what, I actually have a question for you. Where you close this up? I got a question for you, man. All right. What, what's your question? I need a ladies update. Oh man, no, no, I don't know. I need an update. I look, he got in a little bit of trouble after it spoke. You did? No, not really, but like. Did you take her to dinner? Wait, 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 hold on. Who did you get in trouble with? Uh, The one I'm I'm still with at the moment. The one you're still with. The one I say you're taking to dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you take her to dinner? I mean, not specifically, but there was other things that I did. Uh What? Like, oh no, she did. She did bring that up. <laughs> and did she? Did you take her to dinner or not? No, no, no. Like she didn't ask me to. It was more so she heard it and then okay. she'd said, "Oh, like why is he suggesting that?" And I'm just like, "Oh, that's just like what he does." But like I apologize. That's, what I do, huh? that's, what, that's not what I do. You deserve dinner, boo boo. You deserve dinner. Let oh me. man. You got in trouble. <laughs> has, like, has everything developed better? Or are you still you still trying to ice that Achilles? Is it still no, no? It's uh. It's it's a game for him now. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. I need some developments. How many gave to gang up on you and bring this up when I'm not? Oh man. Yeah, Gabriel. <laughs> That'll be a disastrous episode. I'm ready for it. Okay, so you smoothed Yeah, of course, of course you guys are. <laughs> yeah, so you smoothed it out and she's kinda happy with you now. Like she doesn't ignore your text anymore. She's the chance of the text. Yeah. Okay, what about the other one? <laughs> um, see, this is gonna give me trouble too. No, that's just that's just um, I, I, at the moment it's done deal. Okay, but does she still hit you up? 
No, no, no. That's like, huh? Did she still follow the gram? No, no. That was that was deaded like the moment afterwards. So she no. Post anything like with like her booty popping out, being like. Mm, I would not. Later. I would not know because I do not have access to those viewing privileges. You've been blocked. <laughs> you got blocked. <laughs> Essentially, yes. Bro, I had an ex block me, and I gotta be honest with you. Like, first of all, I was super nice to her. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's important to me. If I then how did you catch the block then? <laughs> because I one day was like, oh, she was supposed to message me something, and I wanted to open it up, and I was like, her profile's gone. And I was like, yo, what? But like, her roommate was following me. Okay. And then one night, they both blocked me, and I'm like, this is petty. And then the next day, her roommate unblocked me, but was still following me. And it clearly, like, she was the one watching my stories. I'm like, I ain't got nothing to hide. I'm saying, I got a public profile. I'm not yeah. I'm living my life. This girl blocked me. You know what's the craziest part? She blocked me with a phone I let her use. That is nuts. <laughs> Yo, I don't think I've ever heard phone, that before. It's, it's my phone. I'm like, girl, like, you need a phone, whatever. Like, it's cool. Like, babe, I got you. Like, we're a unit. Boom, 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 boom. Like, you can use my phone till I need it back. And then, like, broke it off didn't get my phone back and she out here talking noise and blocking me on my fucking phone on my own shit couldn't believe it so wait did you cast the block because you broke up no i caught the block because emotions that's my best guess i actually hadn't done anything it was just like <laughs> yeah, that's what we all say though no 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 no. <laughs> it's like i ain't do shit <laughs> okay you know how, like you know how, like i put those messages up in the morning sometimes and i'm like good morning and it's like about like you know being yourself or like loving others yeah 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 so she caught feelings about one and was like what's this about and i was like why are you asking me ah uh... like why are you asking me she's like well i don't think you should be taking shots at me and i'm like who's taking shots at anybody this is a nice message. I'm very sorry that you feel away. Yeah. Past, it's not all about you. So like, what's good? Don't look at my story. Mute it. If you don't like it, mute it. Like, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Like, just mute it then. Don't look. No one's making you look. My phone doesn't make you look at my story. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, a lot of, a lot of like, ways that people don't realize that they have power is to do certain things and they just choose not to. Oh, like, just block me. Yo, that, it's like the same thing with people getting bullied on the internet. It's like, yo, if you're getting Stop bullied, reading. just block the... Yeah, exactly. You don't like it? Close, Stop reading. Close your phone, block the person, or, like, do something else. Like, you have so many options to not get bullied on the internet. Bro, but. I've never tweeted at Vince Carter in my entire life and he blocked me on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can block anybody you want to block. Yo, I low-key feel like he probably saw something that you did, though. Yeah. I don't know what. I used to tweet Buck Fence all the time. Yeah, he probably, like, maybe he didn't follow you, but maybe that crossed his timeline or something. I didn't even at him. Someone must have showed him. If, good. <laughs> someone, probably, someone probably sent it to his DMs. There you go. Sit <laughs> him. Good. Let him. Do you still have that hate for him, though? This guy's got so much fucking revisionist history, bro. I, I know, but I mean, like, even the commercials, the commercials have smoothed it over now. I mute it every time. <laughs> it is the most revisionist bullshit I've ever oh, seen. Oh, man. Vince Carter is a hero to the Raptors the same way Christopher Columbus discovered North America. Honestly, I can... That's the same. <laughs> They're both that outlandish. I can see the correlation. Fuck all that. Revisionist <laughs> history. I have no time for it. You a grown-ass man with millions. What you worried about me for? Oh, man. He's not, though. That's why he blocked you. Um, <laughs> it's like, 
I don't have to hear this anymore. The craziest part, I didn't even know he blocked me, right? Someone tweeted something about him. I'm like, oh, I wonder like, what, the, what this dumbass And then you couldn't see it? Put this page, I'm like, he blocked me? Dude, bro, it was probably years ago he blocked me. I didn't oh, know. man. How is it that Vince is not on my radar and I was on his? That's, a, that's the funniest way to figure out that you got blocked, too. It's that's like it. when you're on Twitter and you're, you're like, oh, you've seen something that someone posted, and then you go to their page like, oh, wait, what? Absolute way <laughs> a block? Sensitive. Oh Sensitive. man. Sit Well, I hope your lady stuff works out. What's her <sighs> ring size? Do you know? What's my what? What's her what's her ring size? Not yours. Okay, oh like my yours. God. What's her ring size? <laughs> I don't know, dog. I'm not I'm not even going into this talk right now. Like DM your ring size. Do not. But I just want it to be in Papa's records. Okay. Just send it out. Send me some cuts you like, you know. And uh, you know, no, people, why you why you try and get me in these situations, man? Hey, man it sounds like you got yourself in the situation. <laughs> no, I, <laughs> it sounds like you did this all by yourself. Yeah, but then you mount on top of you, putting like the extra pressure on afterwards. Hey, man, diamonds are come from pressure. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, big facts. That's true. Speaking of, speaking of diamonds, how many carrots she? Oh like, my god! <laughs> you know, at don't cheese me. Just put it in the DMs. Let me know. I'll keep a record of it. Oh shit. No, we'll keep it moving from there. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, that was a good callback. Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> maybe one day I'll tell the truth, like not true, but the entire story. I'm gonna. Today's not that, that day, though. I'm gonna need that because um, there are. That's got. That's got to be like a drunk podcast, me. For your sake, I have censored some of the things I had to say because I think I care about your survival as an individual. Appreciate that. But uh, Papa needs love, so I'm saying. Papa needs that's love. a big fact, though. I agree well, with that. Help my guy out. It's COVID. It's not even cupping season in the winter. It's COVID. Help my guy out. Oh man, but yeah, I think I think that'll do it for uh, episode sixty-four of the Pop's Culture Podcast. Um, as always, guys, thank you for listening. Continue to like, rate, review, subscribe on all major streaming platforms. That's iTunes, Google, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh, JB, plug your shit. Hey man, you can check me out at Don't Cheese Me. Uh, on Twitter, it's at Don't Cheese Me B. I didn't realize it was episode 64. We should have said like Nintendo 64 or something. And Yo, come on. <laughs> y'all want to get dealt with in NBA Live 99 because I got that. No I, no I, one's playing that, bro. I, I am, bro. I posted it literally like three weeks ago. Bring it. Mario Party, I'm your man. Mario oh, Mario Party. Party, I'll smoke you in, though. Mario Tennis, I will eat your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Come through. Come get dealt with. See, Mario Tennis haven't played in a minute, though. I'd need some practice rounds. But other than that, Ain't once no I like get... Ain't no practice out here. <laughs> okay, whatever. Couple games, then. Couple games. Once I, get, once I get the muscle memory back, then I start smoking. Oh, I'm gonna... I eat people's lunch on Mario Tennis. That's like the proven grounds out here. I'm All a right. young Pete Sampras <laughs> with a joystick. You know what I'm saying? We'll, we'll see about that. <laughs> but yeah, man. Thanks for joining me. I appreciate it. Uh, the people were asking for you, so I had to bring you back on. Hey, man, I appreciate the people of them, too, then. You know what I'm saying? It was always great to be on. Always great talking, you know, checking on how you and your girl are doing. <laughs> important. Oh, man. And, yeah, we will see you guys, or I'll see you guys, uh, hopefully next week. Peace. Dessert.
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.